Welcome to the Elgin Watchmen Podcast, coming to you from Elgin, Illinois, the historic home of the now-defunct Elgin Watch Company. The Elgin Watchmen Podcast is a monthly show focused on environmental sustainability issues in our city and throughout the Fox Valley. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Anderson and Tia Agassi. Welcome to the Elgin Watchmen Podcast. My name is Eric Anderson, and my podcast partner, Tia Agassin is AWOL, but she'll be back in a few weeks for a short interview to explain what her seven-month sabbatical is really all about, so please keep watch. And before I get going with this particular episode, I'm sure it'll come as no surprise to any of our regular listeners that I've been getting a little lonely in recent weeks doing the podcast without Tia, which is why I am thrilled to have the Elgin Watchman Podcast's Alex, the sound engineer, joining me in the recording studio tonight. Thank you, Alex. You have big shoes to fill. Do you have anything you'd like to share with our listening audience? Uh, no. <laughs> Alrighty then. Today's episode is a special edition, special edition podcast covering the Elgin Sustainability Commission's recent budget retreat, where they discussed funding priorities and requests for 2023. Of course, all of this aligns with the city of Elgin's larger budget process, which has already been underway for months now. Before jumping into the nitty-gritty and sharing what commissioners decided to include in next year's budget, I want to zoom out and start with the big picture and answer the question, what is a budget document? Of course, a budget is a document containing dollars and cents allocated amongst projects, activities, and events spread over a 12-month period, of course. And because money doesn't grow on trees... A budget document becomes a strategic set of choices between perceived needs and perceived wants. However, I absolutely think budget documents are so much more. In fact, I think Mayor Coral Evans of Flagstaff, Arizona, nailed it when she said, quote, I believe that a budget is also a moral document. It should reflect our values, end quote. So with that in mind, I went in search of the City of Elgin's last strategic plan document that covered the years of 2018 through 2020. Yes, the city is currently in the process of developing a new plan, but until it's approved by the City Council and released to the public, I can only go by what I have in hand today. In the About Sunset strategic plan, the City of Elgin lists its core values as collaboration, diversity and inclusion, innovation, and stewardship. Since community values don't typically change much in the short term, I kind of expect to see something similar in the soon-to-be-released strategic plan for the upcoming time period of 2023 through I don't know how long, probably five years. So it should go without saying that a community's core values should shine through and be very apparent in all municipal budgets, including all of the city council's appointed commissions, commissions that are granted small budgets to manage, right? Stands to reason, I think. Or put a different way, I would expect the Elgin Sustainability Commission's budget to invest in collaboration by funding other organizations and neighborhood groups' projects. And I'm not just talking about throwing money at external stakeholders. Collaboration, in my opinion, involves partnership and support. Additionally, I would expect the Elgin Sustainability Commission's budget to invest in projects focused on our community's environmental justice community neighborhoods. These investments in diversity, 
equity, and inclusion kind of level the playing field and would seek to make Elgin a sustainable community regardless of your race, income, east side, west side, far west side, home locations, age, and all the other defining individual characteristics that we have amongst ourselves as Elgin residents. I would expect the Elgin Sustainability Commission's budget to promote innovative projects, innovative activities, and innovative events, things that are creative and forward-thinking, things that haven't been tried by the city before and perhaps represent beta test types of projects where lessons are learned before being scaled up and included in a larger budget line item in future city budgets. And finally, I would expect every budget line item in the Elgin Sustainability Commission's 2023 budget to be a wise investment with a high level of public transparency because that's what's meant by being a good steward of public taxpayer dollars. So all of these things, collaboration, diversity and inclusion, innovation, and stewardship, all those things were top of mind for me as I walked into the Sustainability Commission's 2023 retreat last week. Believe it or not, there were a ton of different projects, activities, and events discussed at the Commission's budget retreat, and rather than you know talk in depth about all of them, which would likely take a very, very, very long time, I thought I'd take I don't know, a minute or two to quickly list off everything that was discussed and then uh, maybe talk in more detail about some of the more hotly discussed items and attempt to link them back to Elgin's core values or something like that. So what do you think? What do you say, sound engineer Alex? Do you have anything you'd like to add? No, not really. (laughs) Alrighty then. Here's a list of prospective budget items discussed by Elgin's sustainability commissioners last week that they are hoping that the city council will allocate some of their excess federal Biden funds towards. Number one, encouraging the city to budget $150,000 to hire a consultant to help craft a transportation plan with sustainability elements included throughout the document. Elements focused on pedestrians, bicyclists, electric vehicles, public transportation, and much, much, much more. Okay, mental note to self. This sounds like an investment in inclusivity to me. Okay, number two. Encouraging the city to allocate between $120,000 and $240,000 to retrofit the Elgin Police Department's rope houses with energy efficiency solutions and renewable energy infrastructure. One commissioner suggested that once completed, the rope homes could serve as demonstration projects to inspire residents and businesses to look at similar projects. Mental note to self, this sounds like an innovative investment to me. Number three, or the third project, encouraging the city to allocate $50,000 to create a revolving loan program to promote residential solar projects. One commissioner suggested this type of program could, and probably should, be focused on residents living in one of Elgin's many environmental justice community neighborhoods. Mental note to self, this sounds like an investment in inclusivity to me. The fourth project they talked about was encouraging the city to invest in two different rebate programs a $3,000 program to provide rebates to residents who purchase electric lawnmowers, and a $7,000 rebate program for residents who install electric vehicle charging stations in their homes. Mental note to self. This project sounds like an investment in innovation to me. Number five, encouraging the city to hire a consultant 
to facilitate the planning process to develop the next sustainability action plan for the community. Mental note to self. This could sound like an investment in inclusivity to me if the planning model resembles the future search or search conference model used more than 10 years ago to develop the first Elgin Sustainability Action Plan. Number six, there was some discussion about budgeting funds to help develop a climate action plan. However, it got bogged down in semantics. For example, one commissioner suggested it could be included as a section of a new sustainability action plan. And the city's sustainability analyst, Michaela Larson, informed the group that climate action plan isn't exactly the right terminology anymore. And many municipalities are now referencing such documents as a sustainability and resiliency plan. And they're doing that so as not to get all the anti-science and climate change deniers all up in arms. In the end, This topic stalled partly because Kane County is working on a climate action plan and commissioners seem to be confused about how to really move forward with all that. All I know is that if they don't do something soon and start developing a plan focused on climate action of some sort, the folks over at the Elgin Area Climate Action Now organization, they're going to get really, really, really irate. Mental note to self. No part of that discussion sounded collaborative to me. Number seven. While each of the last six things I mentioned were new funding items, the commission was pitching to the city council because the city council finds themselves awash in federal funds, there was plenty of other discussion around routine expenditures and how to fit those things within the commission's typical $24,000 annual budget. For example, there were three or four small sponsorship items for things like the Elgin Farmer's Market, the Fox Valley Sustainability Network, the Illinois Food Scrap Coalition, and other sponsorships of all sorts. And honestly, other than the Elgin Farmer's Market, none of those sponsorships really felt collaborative or like good stewardship of taxpayer money to me. Additionally, there is money set aside for events in the commission's annual budget. There are $24,000 budget given to them by the Elgin City Council. One of those events that was talked a lot about at the budget retreat was the Pumpkin Smash composting event, which does feel a little collaborative because it involves Holly Yee's students at Ellis Middle School. Um, They did volunteer work um, at this year's Pumpkin Smash, and I think they've helped out in others uh, in previous years. However, so much more could be done to turn this event into something more collaborative with neighborhood groups, schools, environmental organizations, area businesses, and corporate sponsors, other than just waste management providing a dumpster for the composting of pumpkins. Finally, while the commission talked about their $24,000 annual budget and what were they going to do in 2023, finally, and I think unfortunately, commissioners decided to actually reduce the size of their sustainability grant program by about $5,000 this year in order to accommodate some of the other expenditures they were trying to add to that budget. They apparently decided to do this because hardly any grant applications were submitted for consideration in 2022. And rather than fix the real problems associated with the grant program, such as the narrow funding scope or the very small grant awards and the little to no marketing of the program, commissioners decided to shrink the program, which ultimately I predict will likely altogether disappear this time next year, which is kind of unfortunate and sad and not very collaborative. Overall, When I look holistically at the commission's 2023 $24,000 budget, I kind of fail to see very much collaboration, innovation, 
inclusivity, and stewardship, at least not as much as I would like to see. However, and this is a big but, I want to give Commissioner David Jarena a big gold star. And oh, what the heck. I'll even give him his second Tia Agassin Sustainability Sunshine Award for the Elgin Watchman podcast. Congratulations, David. Only you and Elgin Sustainability Analyst Michaela Larson. Only the two of you have received this prestigious award during season one of the Elgin Watchman podcast. And the reason I'm bestowing this distinction upon David is because Multiple times throughout the budget retreat, he had made suggestions about how to transform certain projects into something that would be more inclusive. Ding, ding, ding. Way to be innovative and inclusive, David. Thank you for trying to inject our community's core values into the commission's budget discussions. You have my eternal gratitude and admiration. And, you know, while I'm at it, I guess while I'm feeling like a glass half full kind of guy this evening, I'm going to let my hair down and give out another Tia Agassin Sustainability Sunshine Award to the city of Batavia, whose city council recently approved their 10 cent single use bag fee ordinance. Batavia has been working on that idea for as long as the Elgin Sustainability Commission has. And unlike the scared Elgin City Council, whose members are more concerned about the upcoming municipal elections and their re-election efforts, the Batavia City Council showed all of us how to live our values and do the hard work that voters put them there to do, regardless of where they are in the election cycle. Bravo. And on that note, we've arrived at the end of today's show. Thank you again, our loyal listening audience, for tuning in today. And thank you to the Watchman's sound engineer, Alex, for babysitting me tonight. Do you have anything you want to add, Alex? Uh, no. (laughs) Alrighty then. Until next time, I encourage everyone to find ways uh, every single day to get involved, be engaged, and always keep watch. Thank you for listening to the Elgin Watchman podcast. If you want more information about what you just heard on this episode, visit our website, elginwatchman.com. The Elgin Sustainability Commission meets the second Tuesday of every month. Check out our website for meeting details. Do you have an idea for a future podcast? We want to hear it. Drop us a line at info at elginwatchman.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>